Why are you trying so hard to fit in when you're born to stand out? Oliver James. What is the language of leadership? It is the skills, traits, lessons learned, communications, and inspirations of leaders. The Language of Leadership podcast will help you develop the successful tools renowned leaders have discovered and have used effectively, sharing with you how to be the leader you desire to be and the leader your team will desire to follow. Now, here is your host, Chuck Marting. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Language of Leadership. I'm your host, Chuck Marting. Today, we embark on a journey that transcends time itself. It's a journey into the profound realms of avoiding toxic people by surrounding ourselves with people who empower you. And one of the ways of doing this is using visioneering. It's a tool that's rooted in universal laws that has the power to reshape your destiny. So I want you to join me today as we're not only understanding who those toxic people are and how to best avoid them, but also how to deeply connect with the essence of visioneering. It's inspired by the wisdom of the legendary Bob Proctor, who beautifully puts it that visionary is based on universal laws, making it as effective today as it was 100 years ago, and it will be 100 years from now. It's about using these principles to reshape your destiny. So do you know people who only have to walk into a room to totally drain you of energy? Are there people in your life who simply by calling you on a telephone create tension, stress, and disorder in your day? I know I have people like that. Well, what about people who brighten a room? You know, those people that brighten the room when they walk into it, just when they enter it. Do you have friends and mentors or others in your life who radiate the energy, the optimism, and support in an encouraging way? It's always interesting to ask yourself what kind of a person you are. In studying this success principle, I've learned that there are both nourishing people in our lives and then there are very toxic ones. You know, toxic people are negative dream stealers. And though they often don't know that they're doing it, they dissuade us from our goals and they keep us from achieving excellence. And they tell us we're not worthy and we're constantly attempting to bring us down to their level. You know, by contrast, positive people are nurturing. They're empowering, they're inspiring, they're encouraging, and they're proactively helpful. They believe in you and they applaud you and they're possibly the most optimistic thinkers that you'll ever meet. They're fun to be around and they feel you deserve to succeed at the highest possible level. Now, I want to demonstrate through an exercise with you just to illustrate how widespread negativity is in our culture. So when you have a chance, what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes just for a minute. And I want you to imagine one of your neighbors just won the lottery. Not just a little jackpot, but a million dollars a year for life. How do you feel? You know, in most cases, when I share that story with individuals, they tell me they feel resentful instead of responding, way to go. One of my buddies just won the jackpot. You know, most people react negatively because they're jealous and they're resentful. 
You know, unfortunately, the negative reactions to this exercise is not too different from real life. In fact, sometimes toxic people are actually addicted to their negativity. And unfortunately, and all too often, comments like, why try? You're always gaining the weight back. Or take it from me. I know this whole idea is a mistake. Or how can you do that? You don't even know anything about that. Comments like these leave us wondering, what if I am making a mistake? What if I do fail? And then suddenly you're telling yourself, yeah, they're right. Who am I kidding? I'll never be able to do that. But in reality, we want people in our life that say, great idea. You can do that. What you'll need and how can I help you? Positive people coach us. They mentor us. They proactively help us and they come through with ideas that help us expand our goals and they make us believe we can achieve all that and more. And you know, the good news is positive people are easy to find sometimes. You know, they're a part of your acquaintances. They're right now. In fact, there might be people in your life that are delighted to spend more time with you. So what's important is that you're able to determine who in your life is positive or toxic? And you know, one of the best ways to do this that I have found is to take a sheet of paper and list on that sheet of paper everyone you spend time with. And then you can do this for people that you spend on a regular basis. It can be family members, it can be coworkers, your neighbors, friends, people in your civic organizations, people you go to church with, or other people that you spend time with. Those are the names that you need to put down. Now, when you've written that list out, you need to review their names, and I want you to put a minus or a plus next to their names. So you'll put a minus next to those people who are toxic and a plus next to those who are nurturing. And as you make your decision about each one and each person's pattern, you're going to see and you're going to see a pattern begin, and it's going to form, and perhaps you're going to see an entire workplace is filled with toxic personalities. Or you're going to find perhaps your friends are, are naysayers. And everything you do, maybe your family members are constantly sabotaging your success and even affecting your goals. Whatever you discover, decide today to limit the time you spend with each toxic person. You need to spend more time with those who have a plus next to their name and work on gathering even more positive people into your life. You know, the truth is that toxic people often have tremendous power over us, and they have the ability to change our minds and our hearts. They have the power to crush our self-esteem and to diminish our passion. But the key is only if we let them. Sometimes it isn't simple. It isn't easy. And sometimes you have to go through this. And, and in other words, it's not simple to decide to avoid those individuals. However, you can put boundaries in place. And it's simple to stand by your boundaries. The difficulty for most of us comes in deflecting, not giving in to the toxic reactions when they bombard you. And they do this with guilt, trying to dissuade you and manipulate you. And they try to turn you from your path. And it's merely just a negative way that they play. 
Leaders, welcome to the Alliance Mastermind Group, your exclusive gateway to leadership excellence inspired by the visionary Napoleon Hill. In this mastermind, we believe leadership is about more than titles. It's about realizing your dreams. Picture a close-knit community of 10 leaders, each dedicated to helping you turn your visions into reality. You know, throughout history, mastermind groups have been the cornerstone of leadership success. Now it's your chance to become part of this legacy. The Alliance Mastermind Group is not just about support. It's about actively working together to ensure your leadership journey is extraordinary. Our comprehensive approach includes cutting-edge training sessions tailored to amplify your leadership skills. This is more than a group. It's like having your own executive board invested in your progress and success. Imagine having a team where each member is genuinely invested in seeing you achieve your goals. Are you ready to transform your leadership journey? Apply now using the application link in the show notes and secure your place among the chosen 10. The Alliance Mastermind Group where leadership dreams are nurtured. Take the first step towards a future where your visions become reality. Your journey starts now. Sometimes toxic people are in our own family, and oftentimes they're also coworkers or even your boss. So in these cases, we can't just avoid them altogether. So we have to put these boundaries in place to minimize their negative effects on our time and our priorities and our self-worth. And the best thing that I can tell you is to minimize your contact with those individuals. Now, most people are not fortunate enough to have their own personal assistants to take calls for them. But if you do, simply ask your assistant not to put your calls through for specific individuals that you give them the names of. You know, if you work independently and you answer your own phone, either invest in caller ID or don't return voice messages or simply tell a toxic caller you're in an important meeting or you have an important deadline and you can't talk at length. You know, a few people were going to get angry at that. Are you making a higher commitment or taking a stand for what you're doing? You know, and in my experience, the most powerful weapons that toxic people use is guilt. You know, where does the guilt come from? Well, in most cases, it stems from our own need for approval. And all too often, we're more interested in how we're accepted than the results that we produce. Sometimes we risk giving in to our own feelings of guilt when we constantly seek the approval. So if you want to be successful, you have to give up the need for approval. You have to give up the guilt feelings and the guilt responses and not allow them to affect you. One of the tools that I have found that has helped me in achieving my goals in the past is having time to envision what those goals are. But I really like how Bob Proctor has demonstrated how to do this best by utilizing a tool he better calls visioneering. You see, visioneering is not a fleeting trend. It's as potent today as it was a century ago, and its potency will endure for centuries to come. This is not just a tool, it's a timeless blueprint for unlocking your fullest potential. So I'm going to give you some steps that I would suggest that you initiate 
in your visioneering steps. So the first step is self-reflection. It's an introspective. So imagine this is a personal odyssey. Starting with your self-reflection, you have to dive into the core of your being and understand the intricacies of your values, your passions, and your dreams. This isn't just about setting goals. It's about understanding the very fabric of your desires. The second step is what they call the canvas of your mind or painting your vision. You know, Bob Proctor encourages us to become artists of our destiny. Picture your desires with such vividness that it feels as real as the ground beneath your feet. You'll have to close your eyes and you'll have to see a future that resonates with your soul. This is not just wishful thinking. It's the art of manifesting in your mind. The third step in visioneering is implementation and nurturing of cultivating the seeds of success. So the beauty in that lies in not worrying about how. It's about planting and nurturing the seeds of your vision. You have to let the image take root in your consciousness. And you have to trust that the universe will conspire to bring you your plan to fruition. So you have to feel the excitement of the journey and you, and you have to be in the position where you don't get bogged down by the details. Okay. Now, step number four in the implementation of this is action and alignment. And this is where you're seizing the, what they call cosmic opportunities. Okay. So life is a dance between intention and action. When the cosmic winds align and you find yourself in the right place or with the right people, you have to seize the moment. This is not just about dreaming. It's about being an active participant in unfolding your destiny. You know, step number five is your thoughts. It's a guardian of positivity is the way you have to look at that. And you have to guard your thoughts like a sentinel. Okay. You have to be aware of the repetitive whispers of your own mind. Visionaring is not just a practice. It's a state of being. Even in the moments of stillness, you have to maintain a positive mental environment. Your thoughts are the architects of your reality. Step six is the symphony of emotions. You have to amplify your vision. So visionaring is not a silent movie, guys. It's a symphony of emotions. It's conjuring up your feelings you would experience when your desires materialize. It's that secret sauce. It's not just visual. It's about feeling the success, the joy, and the fulfillment in every fiber of your being. You have to ignite that desire. You know, as you absorb the profound wisdom of visionaring, let this be more than a podcast. It's a call of action. Imagine a life where your deepest desires are not just goals on paper, but they're vivid realities. You have to envision a reality where success is not a distant dream, but it's a journey you actively navigate. You know, Bob Proctor's visionaring is not reserved for a chosen few. It's a gift waiting to be unwrapped by every seeker of greatness. What if this is the missing link in your journey? What if by embracing visionary, 
you unlock a realm of possibilities you never dared to dream about. Feel the excitement, the anticipation, and let the desires to implement this incredible tool steep deep into your very core. Your destiny is a canvas, and it's waiting for the strokes of your vision. But time is now. So I'm going to ask you, will you pick up the brush? I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Language of Leadership. Till next time, lead with purpose, lead with vision, and the transformational force of visionary. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Language of Leadership. This podcast is dedicated to help you navigate your leadership journey. You will learn the language and skills you need to be the leader you want to be. Remember, the language of leadership is an art. It is why your team wants to follow you. Take care.